0: This episode of The Music Stuff Show is brought to you by Dupe Loops, your weekly curated drum loop library. If you're writing music, building tracks, or programming beats, DupeLoops.com is the place to start. They deliver 10 new drum loops directly to your inbox every Monday, so you can spend less time searching for the right sounds and more time making music. Each loop is always available in stereo and multi-track formats, always fresh, and they are never recycled. And for a limited time, they are offering a 7-day free trial period with every plan. So visit duploops.com, that's D-U-P-E-L-O-O-P-S scom and start your free trial today to receive 10 new multi-track drum loops per week, every week. On this episode of the Music Stuff Show, we take a look at some common questions from our fellow musicians and creators. We discuss why many of the concerns we have are not worth our time, and we explore what deserves your focus and what doesn't. Please enjoy this episode of The Music Stuff Show, things that don't matter. Welcome to The Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. I'm Tom, and Vance is with me as always. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, While I was doing my little intro, he's looking at me smiling as if to mouth like the H in hello. What's funny is that? Hello! Hello! Spoiler,
1: when we move this show to video, I'm going to have to do different things because it's just going to be weird when people can see it. It's it's funny when it's
0: just me messing with you and there's no camera to be seen. <laughs> I think you should do that exact face that you just did every time, but just stare uncomfortably at the camera instead of me, and then we'll freeze frame that. Turn it into some cool art piece and throw it on a T shirt, and it'll just say hello underneath it. Mm. And then we'll sell them. Yeah, when we'll sell out of them, a like the it. drop of a hat. Cha ching! And then you'll be clothing famous. <laughs> and then we'll make you insta famous.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be my clothing brand. Hello, hello, limited. <laughs> but then when people buy it. Like that's the only way you can refer to it. Like you can't shorten it. No, you can't. Oh, where'd like, you get that shirt? It's a hello.
0: Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> it's oh. not hello. It's hello. <laughs> he said with much enthusiasm. Oh man! So what's going on, dude? What's the word? I'm glad you asked, Tom. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you asked. Actually, first and foremost, uh. Tomorrow, which if you're listening to this when this comes out, will then be today and this weekend. Moral of the story, if you're listening the week this episode came out, and not in the future. If you're in the future, this doesn't matter to you. But if you listen to our show in real time, uh, I will currently be at NAMM by the time you're hearing this. So, that being said, uh, not that we're typically a gear show, But we do like to hit a little bit of everything in the music biz, and that includes gear. And there's going to be cool people speaking there. So, if there's anything or any companies or stuff or rumors or whatever you've heard about that you're like, Vance, I would really love to know more about this. I'll be there in the flesh with uh, the thousands of reps from every company ever. So, you guys can tweet at me. There you go. And let me know at Vance Fight if there's somebody you want me to talk to, or some piece of gear you want me to hunt down and get the lowdown on, or really whatever. Or if you're at Nam, come say hi, because I'll be there. There you go. Bouncing around. Uh,
0: So yeah, come say hi. Wouldn't it be convenient if you just had your Twitter handle floating over the top of your head like a video game? Man, how lit would that be? Right? Oh, dude, you know I should should just get it on a hat. You should get... A yardstick and tape it to your back with your t- Twitter handle
1: floating above your head. <laughs> like a festival totem? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come along, children, we're this um, way. It's crazy how that whole thing exploded. What? I feel like that didn't take a long time over the past... You know, like the festival totem? Like that whole concept where that's how people find their homies at festivals? No, I didn't know about that. So... They there is a thing now where people I don't know if they do it on a broomstick or like a long wooden stick, yeah. And then people just all print really ridiculous things on it, so you know where your squad is. Like it might be do Pikachu. You all, does your
0: squad have like the whole everybody has the same thing. It's just like one person. Like, like we're team. We're blue team
1: not even blue it'll be like here's a t-rex and here's a powerpuff girl and only and one person in the crew will have it and so everybody's like so that like if you're going to like a headlining show and there's like ten thousand right, people right, you right. can be like oh
0: there's the t-rex we're going there's pikachu there. oh, yeah. that's
1: my homies uh you know or unicorn
0: what an absurdly simple and smart idea
1: right but i think it it blew up really quickly because i think and maybe i'm wrong people tell me if i'm wrong uh I haven't seen it for like tons and tons of years. I feel like a couple of years ago you saw one or two
0: and then the year after that, there's like a hundred of them. Yeah. It's like your faction. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be so many in the crowd now that they're going to have to go back to, I'm the person without one. Mm-hmm. That's how you find me. Yep. <laughs> Man, dude, I haven't been to like a, like crazy all day festival in so long that I wasn't like playing yet. I haven't just attended one been a while i feel like i'm due i don't know I need I to go
1: can't think of the last time i attended one that i wasn't
0: doing something at yeah transition i guess when you make the transition from like attending all the time to playing it's like you don't go back man yeah, i can admit it. i'm bougie yet.
1: like i don't <laughs> need all the amenities but there is a certain turning point when you go from like oh last year i was able to get into the artist tent that you know yeah
0: you do get spoiled
1: and then you're like, oh, I just am supposed to hang out in this field where it's hot and <laughs> sunny and no food or air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh man, you get bougie people.
0: Well, at least it's not the uh, oh, what well, fire festival? Could be worse.
1: The fire festival. Remember
0: that that Ja Rule and that dude put on that was a colossal failure in the Bahamas. No. You don't remember about that? What happened? So they sold the, these, like, VIP passes. They, like, sold the whole event as, like, this luxury concert destination experience. And that they were going to have, like, all these artists and bands playing. And um, you could spend up to, like, I think some people spent, like, twelve or $15,000 for, like, a three- or four-day weekend pass so that they would have access to, like, be on a yacht and, like... You can hang out with, quote, influencers and stuff. And, like, they hyped up this whole thing and sold it all, sold all these tickets. And they never actually, like, put the event together completely. Like, people showed up and there were supposed to be, like, a resort there to stay at. And they, instead, there were FEMA tents. They're supposed to be five-star chefs, but they ended up getting, like, two pieces of bread on a white paper plate. No. Yeah. The stage wasn't even set up. I remember Blink-182 was supposed to play... And, like, 72 hours beforehand, they realized what was going on. They're like, we are not flying down there. That's no. not happening. Like, the stage wasn't even built. That I mean, it was... so messed they, dude, up. Dude, they got, they got their asses suit off. I forget the other guy's Man. name, but uh, he and Ja Rule were partners in it, and they got the pants suit off of him for that, dude.
1: I'm going to have to go look that up, and whatever I find, I'll throw in the show notes, because I missed it. that.
0: It, if you, like... Go down the rabbit hole of reading about it. (laughs) Go down the rabbit hole of just Googling it and also go on Twitter. And I forget what it was like, hashtag fire festival, F-Y-R-E, I think. Go on Twitter and look that up and go down. It'll be a while back now, but if you can find the day that it happened and what people were tweeting, it is Ridiculous. Oh, the conditions, it. and then people got stuck there because it 's the Bahamas, and nobody 's in a hurry like if you 've ever been to the Bahamas, you understand that like they don 't give a fuck about you getting home Man. <laughs> you can bleep that out um they don't like they don't care about you getting home on any in any timely fashion. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so people got stuck down there, like sleeping in tents, people were getting like their laptops stolen and like I mean it was bedlam. It was like all these like millennial hipsters just like Lord of the Flies. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, it was ridiculous.
1: That's terrible. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) If you're
0: gonna throw a festival. Do it right. And And then they like, I think afterwards they're like, if you want to be a part of Fire Festival 2018. We're going to do it in Miami. And they're like, you know, we'll honor your tickets next year if you just want to commit to keeping them or whatever. (laughs) Like, what? Man. Yeah. It was next level, man. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole on that in a little bit. It's almost like I can't, you just can't believe that it happened.
1: It's also like when you're that big of an artist, like, yeah. It's not, like, your team hasn't been a part of events that are that big.
0: Right. Yeah, like well, you, but there is a difference between being an artist the, at, like, Stagecoats and, like, putting on Stagecoach. Which you know I agree.
1: I mean? But I guess in my mind, and maybe I'm taking this for granted, I don't really believe Ja Rule is putting on the event. I believe his name is putting it on and then his team is putting it together.
0: Probably. Well, I mean, I think that he and this other guy, like... I guess I'm curious who the other guy is. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember it, but they—I think they were co-owners of the company that was putting on this festival. Mm. I think there were partners in it. I don't—I don't even think it was like necessarily like Ja Rules brand and team and like mm. whatever his label uh, Wait, is was or was. He? It was just him as a businessman and this other guy as a businessman co-owning this thing and putting then that company putting it on. But I think the the dude, his partner, was like getting sued in addition to that, like not just for like tickets and all that, but he also got sued for like li- basically lying about the company's revenue for the previous year. So he could get loans and then like mismanaging the money that, that people, uh, paid to sponsor the festival and like in- invest in it or whatever. Like he, like it's a whole financial, like that dude's going to, if he's not in jail, he's going to be in jail. Dude, that is it was nice. pretty bad.
1: I feel like, and we don't have to keep going here because this could go on forever. Well, but the, I feel like uh, a couple years ago, I feel like Fire was a company of its own, though that ja Rule had a hand in. Like, unless I think it's can, the same company. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to remember what it, it was like. A, was it a website, like a some sort streaming of service, thing. Or, or is that what it was? Something. Yeah, I don't think this was its first venture.
1: Oh, maybe it was like some sort of booking liaison company. Uh-huh. It was something. I'm going to do some research on this, guys. Yeah. And this is the last thing I'm going to say so we don't spend forever on it. But I did just Google Firefly or Fire Festival. Firefly is different. It is. <laughs> Firefly is great, actually. I've had a great time at Firefly. It's in Delaware. <laughs>
0: is that a festival? Yeah, it's awesome. It's also an alcoholic sweet tea and a TV show.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, the festival is cool because... I typically stray away from the outdoor festivals yeah. because the ones in the south are so hot. Yeah, it's Miz. But Firefly is like a good time. It's in the fall. The weather's really nice. Dig it. And it was like really strong lineup and they treated yeah. artists really well. So cool. I've got nothing but good things to say about yeah. Firefly. Not fire festival with a Y, but I just Googled fire festival. Mm-hmm. And this is like the third thing that came up exclusive the leaked fire festival pitch deck is beyond parody <laughs> for those of you that don't know what a pitch deck is in the business world that's essentially a uh the pitch that you sell to investors when you're like i have this great idea yep. i just don't have the funds to do this myself yep uh but this is how we could all make money and then you kind of go through the whole thing with people mm-hmm. yeah man this is amazing all right, we're going to stop talking about this yeah. because we could talk about this forever. <laughs> you want to know a fact? We kind of skipped over the fact today. I can't believe you, you dropped the ball on the fact. I didn't drop the ball. I made people wait. <laughs> and you know what? I made people wait. Good things come to those who wait.
0: Hit me with a fact.
1: Also, this could turn into a discussion too. You
0: with it? <laughs> this is know? our show. We'll do whatever we want. We will. Welcome
1: to the Music Stuff Show, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you know? If Pinocchio says, my nose will grow now, it would cause a paradox.
0: Mm. I mean, what happens? Does his head just explode?
1: I don't know, but I mean, it is a fascinating thing because he wouldn't be telling a lie, but then the lie would create it not being a
0: lie. Yeah. Uh, What are the rules with the nose? Is it his nose only grows? When he lies. Okay, so does his nose only grow when he lies? Correct. Or does his nose grow when he lies? The only is a very important word there. Because if it only grows when he lies, then there's a paradox. But if it grows when he lies, it could also grow because he says it's going to grow. You're saying One if he told a lie first, this.
1: and then as it was happening? No, no,
0: no. He could say, statement, my nose is going to grow, and then it will grow, but that growth would not be indicative of a lie, because his nose is allowed to grow in other circumstances outside of just lying.
1: Oh, no, I think it's because the, it very specifically, the quote is, my nose will grow now. The time is a factor.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, no, because because (laughs) if he, like if his nose is allowed to grow in other circumstances outside of lying, then he could say that. It only grows when he lies. If that's the case, then yes, it's a paradox. It is. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So what are we talking about today? Getting (laughs) heady with Disney right now.
1: (laughs) We're talking about things that don't matter, Tom. Yeah, but what's the topic? No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. We have already delved into territory of things that don't matter. In uh in storytelling, that's referred to as foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> God. So much doesn't matter when it comes to your career. That's right. So much. Such all this as? all the stuff we like waste our time thinking about. Um I was having a conversation... Well, we were talking about this before we hit record. Um, somebody had posed a question, how long should my EP be? is mm. not that it? Yep. And I was, I was having a conversation about the length of a song uh, with a friend uh, this past weekend. And the answer to both is, it does not matter. You make... Like, make your EP as many songs as you want. And if it becomes... Long enough, then it's an LP, and that's fine too. If you want to make a thirty-six song album, then do that. If you now it's really... a trilogy, huh? Now it's a trilogy. Now it's a trilogy. The weekend did it. Um, and then there's no limit on like how long or short a song has to be either. Like it's not the size of the boat, motion right. of the ocean. Like uh, Bazzy's song, mine is about what, like two minutes long. Doesn't even have a bridge. First course. First course. It. Uh, What's my age again? Uh, by Blink One Eighty Two is about two minutes long. Pretty much the entire Blink One Eighty Two catalog Fair. is under three minutes, um, and minus then, a couple
1: exceptions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, not his most recent release, but before that, the Twenty Twenty Experience. Justin Timberlake had several songs that were in the seven to eight seven, minute eight. territory. Does not matter.
1: I and this is going to be a reoccurring theme today as we pick a bunch of different topics, but you're focusing on the wrong thing. Like your art should not be dictated by like, you shouldn't write a song because you're like, you know what I need? I need a song that's three minutes and 26 seconds. You should write a song that you think is a dope song. Yeah. And then in terms of the collection of songs, it shouldn't be oh I am making an EP oh I'm making an LP to be fair this isn't a blatant statement there are some mm-hmm. people that should be having more strategic things but if you are the indie preneur uh, musician that is most people that listen to us you are probably in the stage that you just need to be creating music and while there are ways to be intentional about how you release that It should be way less about, oh, I have to specifically do an EP. You should be writing songs because you want to be writing songs. And then, once you're done, decide how you want to package that. Not the other way around.
0: Yeah. Like... How much time does it take for you to say the thing that you're trying to say with that song? Yeah. That's how long it should be. Exactly. It does. Like, it doesn't... That is... That is a... um, oh my god my mind just went blank like that the length of the song is a symptom of what you're doing it's not the reason for what you're doing sort of like making money is a symptom of adding value you should be focusing on adding value not on making money
1: well and look at the greatest people like they go both ways that some are super short because it was enough some are Mm -hmm. super lengthy even uh And I remember listening to something, I think it was Quincy Jones, talking about Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. and trying to cut out the musical intros, Mm -hmm. saying that the songs were too long. And it would, I can't remember if he was talking about Beat It or if he was talking, something that's iconic. And Michael Jackson was talking about one of them having a long musical uh, introduction and him trying to tell Michael, this song's too long and we need to cut it. And Michael looked at him and was like, no, the people want to dance. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like well you can't really tell michael jackson that people don't want to dance and no. now it's iconic and no one has a problem with it could it be thriller
0: because that intro is crazy long. maybe
1: it was thriller it might have been yeah. thriller um <clears throat> but it's that whole kind of thing where little b-side everybody's so worried about doing the right thing yeah do the you thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'm not a dancer there's moments I wish I could dance, but you know what? Sure. I probably don't need a three-minute dance interlude because I suck at dancing. Yeah. You know?
0: i tell you who does, though. My wife in the car. Yep. All day.
1: You know, and <laughs> and I think that's a trap. Like, stop worrying what's the right thing. What, what are people looking for? Nah, man, people need you. Yeah. Whatever that is. And the beauty is that can be some crazy hybrid, you know? because you mm-hmm. don't just listen to one thing you probably have a bunch of influences mm-hmm. and when your little personal cocktail of all the things that you think are awesome come out into one piece of art or one body of art yep. that is when stuff ends up being super cool yeah and I think you should focus more on that
0: agreed like do just do what you think is is cool and trust your own taste Yep. yeah Because if you, if you have good taste, if you believe that you have good taste and you do what you believe is tasteful, then other people, there are going to be other people in the world who share similar taste to you and those are the people who are going to think it's cool. Yep. So you'll win by just doing what you want to do.
1: Yeah. Trust your gut. Yeah. I think that's another thing people forget, like... When you make something super badass, you should feel something when you're sitting there. Agreed. You should be a little taken aback at your own thing. Yeah. When you're listening back and you're like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. Yeah. If you don't have that feeling, and again, there's 7 billion people in the world, you are not going to make everyone love the stuff that you do, and that's okay. And you shouldn't. No. But there are definitely tons of people out there. Man, what was that meme that was going around a couple weeks ago where it's like... If 99% of the world thinks you're ugly, there's still however many million people that think you're really attractive. Yeah. Because the sheer fact that there are 7 billion people in the world. Yeah.
0: And... Let's just do the math.
1: Yeah. You know, they're... uh, Yeah, I think that should be your focus. Create things that you think are so dope. Yeah. And if you don't think it's dope, like go back to the drawing board because you're only lying to yourself
0: yep and if you don't think it is then how are you ever going to be like confident when you show anybody else what you've done
1: 100 percent.
0: yeah i'm going to piggyback this because it's basically
1: the same answer yeah but another question we saw out there does my accent matter and this i believe is more of the uh uh, international listeners Mm -hmm.
0: yeah no no it doesn't your accent is who you are 100 percent. i had that i know you you got that question elsewhere but i had uh somebody i did a track for a drum track for uh not too long ago send me the final version and ask me can you hear my accent on this is it distracting and i said yes i can and no it's not yep because it's who you are it's how you sing I was like, if anything, to my ears, it adds character to the recording because it is you. Don't try to mask who you are.
1: I think I've said this before. It might have been in early episodes, Mm -hmm. but the most iconic singers are the ones that I don't have to ask who's singing. Mm -hmm. And to be clear, those are not all the best singers, Agreed. Those are not mutually exclusive, where the most iconic artists are the ones that I can hear 30 seconds of a song, Mm -hmm. that's a new song that somebody else is playing for me or is on the radio, and I don't have to ask. Yeah. I can easily be like, oh, I guess Justin Timberlake put out a new song. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is obviously Justin Timberlake. Yep. You know, or a hundred other different people, you know. Yeah. But iconic, even more so than incredible, but iconic lasting singers are the ones that have their own voice that's very clear Mm -hmm. and distinguishable.
0: Yeah. And so you should be you and not be
1: scared of your voice.
0: Yeah. And if you're, if you have an accent and it, uh, you don't like it or it makes you self-conscious or whatever, don't like, don't not release material because you have an accent, but you can also work towards uh, limiting that accent coming through over time. If that's what you want to do, but don't do the th- Don't procrastinate in an attempt to reach perfection, continue to release material. And over time you might see that develop into more of something, a sound that you like better
1: I'd also encourage you to uh, if you're super worried about that think bigger
0: Mm -hmm. people
1: are attracted to stuff that they're not around like look at the whole relationship between Europe and America and how they love American bands and we love bands that sound British And (laughs) I I think that applies on a global scale of you get so used to the thing that you see and hear uh, every single day of your life because it's what's around you and With the power of the internet, I think if you get a little bit further out, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, insert XYZ country that maybe has an accent that I don't hear on a regular basis, what to you might feel like a hindrance because you, you know, back to Justin Timberlake, you're like, oh, I don't sound like the top 40 artists in America. I still might be super hyped because I'm like, oh, this is different. This is interesting. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Something I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is cool. Who is this? Where did they come from? Yeah. And be true to you. Yeah, man. Next question. That does not matter. <laughs> Tom, how do I pick the
0: right band name? <laughs> I love that question. Uh so I used to be in a band called, uh, throwing gravity, which makes no discernible sense whatsoever. Before that, the band was called the rust. Um, I joined the band when it was called the rust. We got a record deal and the label said, you have to change the name. And so we were like, okay. So we went around and around trying to figure out what was a cool band name. I mean, like, for days trying to figure this out. And ultimately we settled on throwing gravity. Um, and one of the main reasons was that it didn't make any sense and the URL was available (laughs) and it was just like, well, that sounds kind of cool. We'll go with it. And the, the point is it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Obviously that's the name of the episode. It does not matter what the band name is. Um, because ultimately, what's going to end up happening is your brand is going to define the name rather than the other way around. Like Coca-Cola doesn't des- doesn't define the experience of drinking a Coca-Cola. It doesn't say anything about polar bears or Santa Claus commercials and the holidays. And it doesn't say anything about refreshment or friends and the hot sun and all the stuff you see in commercials. It is originally a reference to cocaine. Exactly. (laughs) All of those
1: experiences. One of the most
0: family (laughs) Right. Like all of the commercials and advertising and experiences and stuff define the name Coca-Cola, not the other way around. Like you're your product defines the name. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if if none of these bands were famous, I'm sure some of them would sound re- like really stupid. Like there's a band called Bush. <laughs> if Bush had never existed and you were like, "Let's call our band Bush." You'd be like, "You're an idiot." Really? Or like nirvana i'm sure somebody if that if that name had never existed would be like that's a dumb band name
1: well actually i think dave Grohl is one of the greatest examples of being super open about a terrible band name
0: yeah foo fighters yeah he hates it where he openly
1: is like man if i knew we were going to be this big of a band i probably would have picked a different name yeah
0: it doesn't (laughs) matter
1: (laughs) i and this applies to everything sports what do you think of when you think of the Packers?
0: Right. <laughs> right. With no context, that goes a very different direction. No, nah, man. Like, at the end of the day,
1: to be fair, I think there are people, it's, it's like that weird gift. Like, there's always that guy, like my brother-in-law is super lit at this. You can sit around a room and he'll just magically pump out names that you're like, man, that sounds like a band that probably has already existed for a long time. Yeah. But I don't think you have to have that. Nah. And honestly, I would say picking a band name that has an available URL is far more important than picking the perfect band name. I would agree with that. And even superior to that is it's not an excuse to not be making music. Also agree with that. So get back in the lab
0: <laughs> and suck it up. Yep. Just find something that You think is even remotely cool. And really, I mean, like you said, honestly, one of the most important things in today's day and age is, are the handles and URLs available? You could do what Donald Glover did and use a Wu-Tang name generator. Is that what he did? (laughs) Yeah. That's how he got Childish Gambino. That's what, I think that's what uh, (laughs) Post Malone did too. He did like the hip hop name generator. Yeah, man. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Not even a little bit. (laughs) We feel like we covered that. Cool, Tom. <laughs> what is the best label to try and get signed to? God. You can get signed to Jesus now. <laughs> yeah,
0: God Records. Records, <laughs> records, records, records. Um. God, if that's your question, that's you can't just go not platinum, a... but
1: you can go triple mer. <laughs> triple mer.
0: That's uh, that's just not even the right question to be asking. It's not even remotely the right area to be focusing your energy. Like, Who cares? It's If you ever are going to get signed to a record label, it doesn't matter which one it is. If, it, if that time comes, it matters which one is the best deal for you and your brand, not the name on the label. And you shouldn't... That's putting the cart way before the horse. You shouldn't even start out. You shouldn't even think about signing a record deal until a record label comes to you un like unrequested by anybody and says, Hey, we want to offer you money for your brand.
1: And honestly, I would argue until three or four different labels are all trying to offer you money. Yeah. Which wasn't that even our maiden voyage episode? <laughs>
0: It was one of the first ones, yeah.
1: Why you don't need a record label? Yeah. You
0: don't, man.
1: But that being said, even if you don't care what we have to say and you want one anyway because it's your security blanket that helps you sleep at night. Yeah. I would... If you're going to go there, think about it far more like a marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, the same way that I could ask you, who are you going to marry? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, Vance, but I know there's some qualities that I'm looking for, and... You know, we'll probably date for a while and get to know each other, Yep. And get to learn each other's ticks, And, you know, no one's perfect, but find out if we can coexist together and build each other up and be a positive influence for each other and make each other better. Yep. If you're going to go the label route, it needs to be the same thing. Yep. Don't take money to take money. There are so many thousands of people that could tell you how big of a regret that is. You know, if you're going there, pick a relationship over a name. Date the label for a while. Find out how and, you know, date them. Date them (laughs) for a hot minute. Date them. (laughs) Introduce them to your family. (laughs) Yeah. And by your family, I mean your lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then go listen to why you don't need a record label. I think, one thing I think... I would love to see anybody who ever has conversations with a label do is make sure you get in writing the things that they're going to do for you Mm -hmm. that is so important man like don't sign a deal that's like you know you have to deliver one record every two calendar years and two or this many days or whatever is in there with the label with no demands of the label Mm -hmm. like make sure it says in writing they have to release it they have to promote it Mm -hmm. like how many stations are they going to push it to? What day is it going to be released, or by what day will it be released? How many songs are they required to do? How, what's the budget? Like, mm-hmm. make sure all that stuff's in there, man, because it's not. It's it's very one sided and unfair for them to to make demands of you and you not make any demands of them because you don't ultimately need them. Nope, not anymore. No sir. They the, they may have you believe that that you do, but I assure you, you do not
1: lies
0: yeah next one yeah man hit hit me again
1: tom (laughs) how do i get
0: famous oh god (laughs) god what where did we get all these questions (laughs) oh that's right the internet these Uh, are real questions guys yeah these are real questions this is so this is i guess uh a step back real quick we decided on this episode that we wanted to like just get some actual questions from people again, spoiler alert, we're going to be, uh, kind of updating the format a little bit, um, in, uh, some future episodes. And so we are kind of playing around with, uh, getting real life questions from real life people. Um, rather than you just listening to us ruminate on things for a while, we want to actually answer some things and provide uh, some more value than we are already providing. So, we started looking at what, are, what questions are people asking. So, um, how do I get famous? You get famous by consistently working your butt off with no credit and no making no money for a long time doing something you love until you get to a point where you're undeniably good at it. And that period of time before fame... Last forever that's how you get famous
1: i uh man this i think people uh get the order wrong essentially to piggyback what you're saying uh real fame which number one shouldn't be the goal no. but even if it is so be it yeah real fame is a byproduct Of greatness Mm -hmm. of excellence real fame comes from being the best at something that is why sports ball players are famous they're not famous because they're rich they're not famous because of whatever they're famous because they became the best at what they do and therefore got put on the best team Mm -hmm. because they're the best Yes. There is no point along the journey that it's like, well, you know what? They were okay. They were all right. But you know what? We should like work on a marketing campaign to make sure Michael Jordan's out there and people see his face.
0: Michael Jordan didn't get added to the team because he was famous. (laughs) (laughs) He got famous because he was on the team and great. Like the Lakers aren't drafting Kim Kardashian. Nope. Because she's famous. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it it
1: bums me out a little bit. And I don't necessarily think it's their fault. I I think kids just get a little uh, misconstrued where there are a lot of young people that I think have this idea that, oh, I need to get an audience so that I can start doing what I want to do. And it's the other way around. And unfortunately, you have a handful of like super niche people that are essentially independent models. Mm -hmm. And I think that is like we're all, this kind of goes downhill where they claim to be influencers, which you're really not. You're, you're an independent model because honestly, most of them are super attractive young people Mm -hmm. that have learned how to take really flattering photos Mm -hmm. in really lush environments and capitalized on that. And you know what? There's no judgment. That's fine. Sure. But you're a model. And a lot of people follow you because you're attractive and put that forward. Mm -hmm. It's not because, like, all of these Instagram model, influencer, quote unquote, whatever people, like, they're smart and they're exploiting an opportunity. Mm -hmm. But 50 years from now, no one's going to be talking about their greatness because they were an Instagram influencer. Right. You know, a handful of them will convert to something later Mm -hmm. that they really want to do. And a very small percentage of them Will retain that over time. Yeah, but real like fans come because you have something to offer because you're the greatest, and they wish they could be like you. But you put in the
0: work when they wouldn't. Right. Instagram is the is the culture that showcases the value you're you're providing. Mm-hmm. Instagram itself isn't the value you're providing. Yep. Like it's it is a platform. In an area for you to connect with people who appreciate that value. Mm -hmm. Instagram itself, again, Instagram is the symptom. It's the money, but it's not the product. Yep. So, yeah. But just, I don't know. I I know some people want to be famous, and that's all well and good. I'm just simply not one of them. I think fame is a very poor choice of goals um, because you can't possibly understand what it is you're truly asking for. Until you get it, and then I've seen too many people too many people get it and really not want it once they have it. I just think that's a very poor choice of uh, of goal setting,
1: but you know what if you don't believe us and you want it anyway, make music sixteen hours a day and yeah. hit publish yeah and hit
0: publish consistent and
1: quality content
0: and hit publish.
1: I will bet you a thousand dollars that if you spend the next five years every single day of your life making music and hitting publish for 16 hours a day Mm -hmm. you will have an audience yeah like yeah because honestly it's the same thing that youtube kids do and i i do think there is a significant difference between the instagram models and the youtubers because Mm -hmm. youtubers publish a show every single day yeah those kids actually whether it's dumb or not, it yeah. doesn't matter because yep. there's people that want to watch it. Yep. Those kids essentially have created their own network individually where they put out an episode every single day or five days a week and do it consistently every single day. And then guess what? They put in the work and people follow that mm-hmm. hard work is how you get an audience. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Well, the next one, I feel like we already hit the next one. The next question that also fell into that was, how do I get more Instagram followers? But I feel like we,
0: yeah, uh, but specific to that, it doesn't matter how many followers you had. The only thing that matters is, are the people who do follow you getting value from what you're doing? Mm -hmm. If you're not providing value, then all the rest is pointless. I, I do want to take a little tangent about value. I've said that a bunch, um, today. And, uh, when it i kind of want to like add a little definition there value isn't necessarily just like a financial incentive or reward it's not um like it's not a feel good thing value is like does the thing that you're doing add positivity improvement to the life of someone else does it make their life better, easier, more fulfilling? Even if it's just one person, are like, are you making life better for one person? Mm-hmm. That's adding value. And it doesn't matter if it's in the form of laughter or tears when they're needed. You know, if you write a super sad song that somebody can relate to when they're super sad, but because they listen to that song connected with them. It like gives them an outlet for their sadness rather than internalizing it. Whatever it is, like, does your contribution add any level of improvement in any area to the life of someone else? That's what I'm. I guess that's what I mean when I say add value. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to clarify that.
1: No, I think that's important, and I. Yeah, value isn't just money. Yeah, I, people like The Rock are pretty open about that. That's kind of, uh, Will Smith's entire mantra is to add value to people's lives, which for him is adding joy typically. Yep. Uh, and people need that because I think people forget everybody has their own life going on. I have enough serious things in my life all the time. And yeah, that doesn't mean they're always bad. But everybody has enough. You've got families. You've got work. You've got life. You've got whatever your side thing is, however you do your hobby. Mm-hmm. All of these things, everybody has a thousand things coming at them every day. Yeah. And joy is enough. Yeah. To provide value.
0: Dude, that is, I would argue that that is one of the most important ways to add value. Yeah. Joy and happiness are two very different things. For sure. Joy, like, happiness is fleeting. Joy is an underlying foundational element of a life well lived. Mm -hmm. And so if you can add joy to someone's life or contribute to their joy, that is a tremendous area of value. Yep. Um, Like I remember I used to think that, you know, how, like how is, I I used to subscribe to the idea that like the important things in life were like, you know, being in the medical field or like, finance. Like those are the things that make the world go around and make people live and whatever. It's like the older I get, the more I realize it's it's the things like it's the beauty of the world, the arts, like conversation, mental health. Like these are the things that truly matter to the human experience. And if you can add value in those ways, especially in a podcast like this, in, a, in an industry like music, where it is all about the arts and all about emotional value and and bringing joy like that's what a noble pursuit in Mm. life to try to every day wake up and enrich the life experience of just one other person through the creation of something beautiful that is adding tremendous value to the world yep so anyway that's my two cents no it's important
1: (laughs) and I think again those are the kind of things people need to hear
0: yeah Like what, if you're, if you have a dream of making music, if you've asked any or one, any or all of these questions that we're going down and answering here, like focus on, focus on adding beauty and value. I'm not going to say value again. How many times can I say that word? Focus on adding beauty and joy to the world, through the creation of art that you love.
1: Yeah. Add a piece of you. Yeah. And let a piece of you provide joy to others. Yes.
0: Dude, that is a noble pursuit. That is worth waking up every day over.
1: Absolutely. I feel that that's also going to loosely tie into the next question. Yeah. Uh, Another real question out there on the interwebs. As a female, Mm -hmm. how do I appeal to both females and males?
0: Do you and you will appeal to whoever the appropriate audience is. like stop trying to cherry pick your audience first of all yeah who cares like appeal to whoever finds joy from whatever it is you're making if you if you're okay so if you're a female artist and you want to appeal to both but you put something out and only only guys like it who cares that's a fan base who is grateful to have your body of work mm-hmm. be grateful for that like it it doesn't it doesn't matter like whether they're male or female what matters is are people connecting with them with the art that you're making
1: yeah I you know I, I think it's important to note that uh, so for one we are pretty straightforward about the fact that we are not an industry show we are a right independent uh build a business around what you do show and so i feel like we do have to acknowledge that unfortunately in the industry side there are some shitty dinosaurs mm-hmm. still hanging on that uh are yeah. assholes mm-hmm. that unfortunately treat people differently based on uh, their gender, their skin color, the stereotype mm-hmm. they need to fit something into. Yep. And the reality is that sucks. Uh, like, I <laughs> we're both white dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go into something and pretend like I understand. I don't. And sure. I, you know, at the end of the obviously day, obviously like, our scope is from one vantage point. And you know, part of me wants to acknowledge that and not be insensitive to that, but mm-hmm. also wants to bring that back to the fact that honestly, we're not really about it because that side of the industry sucks and it's dying out and people are working to make an impact in that. But Mm -hmm. if you're here and you want to do you, I honestly think the greatest middle finger uh, you can ever throw at those people is not getting hung up on finding a way to get them on board, Yeah. but to just be so fucking good Mm -hmm. and like that you don't need those people. Mm -hmm. Like I think there are incredible female artists out there that you know are awesome like yeah and need to be heard and uh agreed i but i also don't listen to music because you're white or black or asian or mm-hmm. hispanic i don't listen to music because you're a man or you're a woman like i listen to music because i like music yeah and if i think your music is great i don't care where you came from i don't like I want yeah. to see into your insight and I want to hear your story and I want to be stoked about that.
0: But I also like that doesn't derive how I find my music. So I, I think generally speaking, the end listener is of that mindset. Good music is good music. Do and, I connect with mm-hmm. it? Where, where I think the perceived pressure comes from is the in-between stage from you the artist to the end listener it's the people in between the quote industry folks or like what do i have to do to like make the right connections or whatever but if you can not get bogged down in the details of the middle like just know that whatever you're making when it comes through the speaker on the other end somebody's going to like it solely based on the merit of its sound not based on what you look like or what you subscribe to. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're a piece of shit. They are. <laughs> <laughs> like plain and simple <laughs> yeah. and and you don't want them as a fan or listener anyway.
1: Yeah. Like, like and I think that's another thing too, where it's like you don't want to work with them even if you convinced them. Yeah. Like the biggest gratification you're ever gonna get is if they come back down the road and are like, nah, and we'd totally love to work with you. And you can confidently smile and tell them to go fuck themselves and keep running your own business because you were just a badass like and you focused on making amazing music and hitting publish and guess what the real people at the end like tom said that are going to resonate with that Mm -hmm. real consumers are not the problem yeah you know and obviously there's exceptions and people are shitty and you don't need those people but as a bigger whole most people are not about it and most people just want to consume great music and consume great art And spend quality time with great people and build community. Most people need that. Most people want that. Yep. And I think if you focus your energy on being the most you, you can be, and that is going to be the most powerful thing
0: and the most long-term successful Mm -hmm. thing that you can do. Dude, that is, that's it. That's everything. Focus on being the best you, you can be. And, and be kind to other people in the process. Mm-hmm. And, dude, you've you've done your part. You continue to make your contribution. And don't, yeah, don't worry about the the demographics of your audience. Yeah, don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like we live in a day and age. With each passing day, in this world, like genres of music become more and more culturally ambiguous. I mm-hmm. think. Um, 30 years ago, certain genres were for this color and certain genres were for this color and for this gender and for this gender. And that's just like very, that's very rapidly going away. Mm -hmm. All music is music of people and it becomes more and more that way. So you can't, you don't get to cherry pick your audience anymore and you don't get to try to make I mean you can try to make music for a specific type of person but you can't get mad if that type of person doesn't like it and another type of person does. Mm-hmm. It's just not how it works. You make what you make, you do your best, you do the best you can at it and then if somebody likes it, man, let them like it. Yeah. That's a win for you no matter what they look like. Yep. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so big big uh cultural tangent. Can't wait to see the comment thread on this one.
1: Yup. <laughs> Listen, we love you ladies. We just
0: want to see you do dope stuff. Dude, that's it, man. I'm, we, we both as individuals, I think I can speak for Vance in saying that, and as a show, just fully support the creation of great music and great art. And we fully support people hitting publish on consistent quality content. All of the other stuff is secondary and does not matter what matters is doing the best you can with what you have on a consistent basis trying to grow and trying to create something that you can put into the world that will make it a better place fact yes well
1: (laughs) those are all the questions I gathered before the show unless there's something else that you want to hit on
0: dude I think that covers it I think that's a lot of good stuff. I I feel like I'm probably going to go back and listen to this episode as soon as it's published because there's stuff that I feel like came out of our mouths that like I'm going to appreciate hearing myself. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Like I'll listen to an episode and be like, "Oh man, I know that like I said that, but I was like on a roll, yeah. and now I'm like in a listening perspective, and like I needed to hear that for sure." It yeah. happens to me all the time.
1: Yeah. Every week when I'm editing. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time I'm like, yeah. man, we said that. Like, oh, yeah. Who said that? We said that? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> also, I will say, and, you know, again, we keep teasing it. We uh, we got a couple weeks at the end of season one, and then we're going to revamp some things. But uh, I like doing episodes like this that are more question-driven and people out yeah. in the universe. So, yeah, always remember that if there's stuff you want us to talk about or questions you have, like hit us up folks yeah man We're on the tweeters or if you go to the dot com and you can email us and we get back to everybody as quickly yeah. as possible schedules permitting and uh but yeah we uh I don't know I just love this
0: I get hyped on this me too man i uh, we've we've gotten a few as the episodes uh, go on, we get more and more like direct messages at mentions uh, emails and everybody who has written us has been so encouraging. Like, oh, yeah. I-, I don't know if they mean to be there. are a couple who very clearly are like, you know, what you guys are doing is great. Thank you. Like trying to encourage us. But there are also others who just like simply say like, I did this because of your show. Like I released a record because of listening to your show or I finally started a project because of listening to your show and like That stuff is so dude, huge. that is the like that is why we decided to start this because we're solely interested in encouraging people to not get bogged down in stuff that doesn't matter and actually make great music. We are like we say all the time, man, we're trying to stimulate the middle class of music. mm mm-hmm. Mhm that's what we want. So we're, we're going to, um, we still got to, like Vance said, we still got a few more or a couple more episodes in season one, and then we're going to cap it and we're going to revamp our sort of method of connecting and getting more engagement so that we can add more value and give more answers and help even more. Just try to improve the, the culture of music. Absolutely. So, but anyway, I guess that's it for this one.
1: It is. Don't forget to uh, tweet me this weekend if you're listening in real time. If there's stuff you want me to go find at Nam or things you want me to check out, I'll be there. And uh, yeah. Or if you are there, you can tweet at me too and we can meet up and drink iced coffee and go look at fun new gear. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys next Thursday. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. As always, you can find show notes and links from our episode on our website at themusicstuffshow.com Also, please, please, please uh, connect with us if there's ever any questions, any ways that we can help. You can find us all over social media at Show. You can also find myself... And Tom, personally, all over the interwebs, I am at V-A-N-C-E-F-I-T-E, and Tom is at T-O-M-D-U-P-R-E-E-I-I-I. All over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you want to connect, Uh, the show is here for you, so any way that we can make your life a little bit better and get you closer to your dreams of your career in the music industry, we want to be a part of. We'll see you guys next Thursday.